Okay, I may have lied. This is getting harder. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, happy Thursday or whatever day it is that you're listening to my podcast. And welcome to episode four of Personable. I'm your host, Lena Jennings. Today, we're going to talk about the struggle of authenticity. That's what my blog is all about, how hard it is to be your authentic self in your everyday life. I struggle with it and I have a podcast about it. How does that work? So join me as I learn how to be a little bit more authentic. But before we get started, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast, send it out to your group chat, and as always, check out my blog, thepersonablelife.com. Okay, let's dive on in. So what is authenticity? Truly, I don't really know, but I think it's different for everyone. And when I looked it up online, it says, true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. And then a follow-up question to that would be, how do I know my own personality? How do I know my own self? How do I know my own character? What does that look like for me? And I think it takes being taken out of your comfort zone, willingly or unwillingly, and being vulnerable. It takes being bold and courageous. It takes being brave. And it seems like, I lack all of those things. It seems like every time the opportunity to be vulnerable presents itself, something inside of me kind of shuts down. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to have this conversation. I'm just going to let the tension be awkward. And I've done that so many times. Or when I'm sitting in front of someone and I really want to tell them something, but something in my heart is telling me, don't tell them. Something in my heart is telling me to keep this a secret. Don't say anything leave the conversation as it is. Or something in my heart is telling me to take over the conversation because you're uncomfortable and you're awkward and you're avoiding the situation and ask a million and one questions to avoid talking about yourself. So how can I be authentic? How can I stop doing this? And how can I get to that level of vulnerability where I can reach my authenticity? And I've been thinking about it. And the only answer that comes to my mind is just to do it. Simply say it. Simply show up. Simply be seen. And it sounds so easy, but it's way easier said than done. Because when the opportunity presents itself to be vulnerable, something inside of me just like clenches up. But that's when I have to consciously remind myself that this conversation needs to be had. And it doesn't mean that the conversation is going to come out the way that I want it to come out. It doesn't mean that it's going to be the best possible scenario because I decided to be vulnerable. But it just means that I'm worthy. I'm worthy of being heard. I'm worthy of being seen. And I'm giving that person the opportunity to see me for who I am, to see me authentically. And it truly scares me having these conversations when I know that the tension is in the room and I know that this elephant is so large and suffocating but I'm still terrified and I don't know why I'm terrified. I think it's because there's the opportunity for my flaws to be pointed out. There's an opportunity for me to get hurt. There's an opportunity for that other person to not feel the same way that I feel. There's an opportunity for everything to go incredibly wrong. But then there's that sliver of hope that makes me wonder, like, if I do say this, will we be better off? Will this atmosphere and this environment be better? Will my heart be feel lighter? Will the other person be happier? Will I help that other person? 
And I have to think about how the good outweighs the bad. And I have to remind myself that, Lena, your voice is important. And I think for so long, my voice has been stifled. And stifled in the sense of, I am a little chatty Kathy. I am a talker. I am someone who loves to just talk because I hate silence. I hate silence because I associated silence with this level of closeness. And the more silence that we had, the less close we were. And I thought that I had to fill up every moment of silence with someone. (laughs) And someone just told me one day, you're just so full of it. Stop. And I was like, oh, okay. And I had to think about that. And I let that one person's comment impact the way that I communicated with others. I let that person's comment affect my level of vulnerability. And what made it even worse sometimes is that that person was in my inner circle. That person was someone that I loved dearly. And I took it to heart because since they said it, it obviously must be true and I need to fix it to make myself better for them. And my voice got quiet. And I kind of think about how my family handles situations. And I kind of relate it all back to like this generational trauma. And trauma doesn't have to be this huge, big ordeal. It could be something as small as not talking about things in your family that happened to your parents when they were little, and that's how they learned how to do it, and so they just passed it down to you. There's this level of communication that's not there. And by communication, I don't mean the basics of, hey, how's your day going? What did you do today? Even though that is equally as important, and that affects tremendous amount of communication that you might have in your own personal life but I mean the big stuff I mean the stuff like I heard you in your room crying what's going on or granny just died how are you handling her loss or we have to move in a few months what do you think about that and maybe that struggle is in every family but I find it to be a struggle in my family because that level of communication, that lack of vulnerability, translates into my personal life. It translates into how I handle situations with my friends, how I handle situations in intimate relationships. It's how I handle situations and I'm just trying so hard to break it, to muster up the courage to say something. There's this level of communication that is stifled because of these generational curses of my family not talking about things. And I've said this in my episode the first time is that I don't know how to communicate. And I'm learning every single day. And I got to this point of, I don't know how to communicate, but I'm just going to communicate in any way that I can. And my struggle with authenticity comes from me not knowing what my authentic self looks like around other people. I know what it looks like in relation to myself, I'm awesome, I'm great, I'm wonderful, I am creative, I'm cool, I am powerful, the list goes on. But when I get around other people, I'm still this outward bubbly person. I'm still this person who wants to create a warm, loving environment. But then I struggle with letting other people in. And by letting other people in, it's on me. People want to be let into my life. But I struggle with that balance of keeping up a conversation. I struggle with that balance of telling other people about who I am. And I think it's all because of that one moment where that communication in my mind got stifled. 
and that someone told me my words weren't important. That someone told me that I just talk too much and I'm full of BS. That someone told me that I am just a chatty Kathy and just to shut up. And I'm, it's kind of all coming back to me. And I think it's this internalization of that my words don't matter comes out when I try to be vulnerable. When I try to solve problems, when I try to fix negative energy between two people, when I try to show up and be seen. And that's the hard part, is that when you are encountering these situations where vulnerability is needed to overcome something, but there's something in your mind, that generational trauma that represents itself, or something that someone said years ago that still sticks with you, that stops you from allowing yourself to be fully seen and fully known by others. And it's this dance that I do with myself of, should I say it? I want to say it. I'm saying it in my head, but the words aren't coming out. And it's this dance of me practicing the conversations 20 million times, okay, not that much, but like 10 times before actually having it. And when the opportunity presents itself to have it, I freeze. And why is that? How can I be my authentic self who loves wholeheartedly, who wants to spread positive energy, who wants to include everyone, who wants to be a part and belong? How can I do that without this level of vulnerability? And I heard a question posed once that says, can our capacity for wholeheartedness never be greater than our ability to be brokenhearted? And I think about that, and I think about how I want to live this wholehearted, authentic life, and how much of me requires brokenheartedness sometimes, how much of me requires that level of vulnerability to show up and be seen in our lives. And it's those moments where we consciously make that choice to be seen and show up and have the courage to be vulnerable. Those are the meaning-making moments that define who we are. And these just aren't the conversations of the serious things that go on in life that happen every so often, but these are the conversations that could be taking place every single day of you want to raise, but you don't know how to ask your boss. You want to quit your job because you're unhappy, but you don't know how. You want to tell your parents that you're not continuing with school because it's not for you. You want to tell your friends that you've been struggling with something, but don't know how to say it. You want to ask for help, but you're too proud to even ask. These are the everyday conversations that take place, that if we were just vulnerable enough to say something, our lives would be a whole lot easier. But instead, we keep on the chains to something that we already have the key for, and all we have to do is unlock it, but we don't. We choose to keep them on because it's more comfortable, because it's easy. And we don't choose to have those five seconds of discomfort to show a level of vulnerability to show a level of courage, to speak up and be seen. So we decide to hide ourselves. We decide to put on a mask and pretend that everything is okay instead of living wholeheartedly and authentically. The hardest thing is overcoming the voices in your head. It's that struggle of your wholehearted self knocking on the doors of your heart, banging your vocal cords to reveal who you are to others. To not be afraid of what other people think. To not hold on to these opinions that have been rooted in your heart. And just to live life. 
And I think that is something that I've learned a lot while traveling. I've learned that when I travel, I am probably one of my most authentic selves. And when people travel with me, they see every facet, facet, face it. I don't know the term, but they see every side of me and they know my weird things that I do before bed. But they also know the small things that I do that might tick them off. Or when things get really awkward and uncomfortable, I start singing church music that I hope will alleviate the tension. That never really works. Kind of makes it worse. But this authentic self comes out when I'm traveling because I'm in this environment where I don't feel pressure. I have this mindset of, I'm never going to see these people again, so who cares? And I feel free. And I've also learned to get my authentic self when I'm dancing. And I use Dancing Lucy because, like I said, I don't really dance. Um, (laughs) I don't know how to dance, but I still do it. But anyway, so that authentic self comes out in those moments. And I find it that it happens when I am not thinking about the consequences, but I'm thinking about my intentions. I'm thinking about when I'm doing something, what I intend to do in my action. I think about how I want to stay true to my values. I want to spread love wherever I go. And I think about the intention of this person who just wants to smile at everyone when they walk by. I, wow, why am I getting teary-eyed? I think about the person who wants everyone to feel loved. I think about the person who is excited by the little things. I think about the person who repeats things that other people say that sound interesting. I think about the person who asks so many questions to other people because I deeply and truly want to know their life story. I think about the person who wants to connect with everyone from the past and the people that I have in the present. I think about the person who tries really hard to feel loved by other people, when in reality I don't have to try that hard because I have people in my life who deeply and truly care for me, but then I don't feed enough into those relationships. I feed into the relationships from people who don't truly love and care about me. And I've been so much more intentional about reaching out to friends and sending my friends random messages to say, I love you, I'm thinking about you, I appreciate you. And learning how to be more mindful of the people who I'm feeding into. And my authentic self doesn't think about the consequences. My authentic self doesn't think about what other people think. And my authentic self is simply just that. It's me. It's me in the raw form. It's me wholehearted. And it's me shining so bright like a child and not caring about what anyone else thinks about me because I know who I am. I have a confidence in who I am and I'm bold enough to know that I'm worthy of being loved. And as I'm like listening to this episode all over again, I get to this point of, wait, am I being too vulnerable? Am I portraying myself as this weak, unconfident incompetent human being? What perception am I giving off? And this is exactly what this episode focuses on. It focuses on the struggle of authenticity and what being authentic means is being your whole self and being your true self to others. And this level of vulnerability is not a bad thing. And I think I'm so uncomfortable with it because it's not the norm. The norm is to put on this face of you have everything together. The norm is to post only the good stuff. The norm is to show off what you have. And even if you're not happy with it, still show it off. But why is that the norm if that's not who we are? 
Why are we pretending to be these people who have it all together and who know what they're doing and they look great doing it? I'm the first to admit I'm not perfect. I'm broken. I struggle. But it's a process. And I started this podcast because I want people to know that it's okay to be authentic. And being authentic doesn't mean having it all together. It means really being who you are. It means being childlike doing whatever you want to do without whatever other people think. And it makes me think of a quote from Coach Carter. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And my hope is that in my fear of publishing all of this level of vulnerability with me, that it liberates you, that it liberates you to do the same, that it liberates your shine inside of you so that you can shine as a child and be your authentic self, doing whatever you want without the fear of what other people think. My light's going to shine just like the church song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And authenticity is a choice. And I think it's a choice that we have to make every single moment of our lives, every single day, and every single encounter that we have. We have to make that choice to show up and be seen for who we really are, and not just show up and be seen for what other people want us to be. And that's the difference between fitting in and belonging. We don't want to fit in to change who we are to fit into a situation. We want to be who we are to belong in an environment. And being authentic requires you to be who you are so you can truly belong. And that's what I want in life. But the struggle is, is that I have to consciously choose to undo all that the world has put in my head of who I should be. I have to consciously choose to ignore my subconscious and say, Lena, you're not this person. You know exactly who you are, so let your light shine. And that's the war cry. It's a war cry for us to let our capacity for wholehearted living be expanded by our capacity of brokenheartedness. To let our light shine so bright that people are like, I don't even know what color that is. It's a capacity to let our lives be seen for who we really are. And you know, I hope you got something out of this episode because I know I did. I was talking directly to myself to help me learn how to be more authentic with others, to help me learn how to be more authentic with myself. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. Please send it to your group chats, send it to your family, email it out, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an update, and check out my blog, thepersonablelife.com. Have a good weekend. And as they say in Colombia, hasta luego.